Welcome back to DC Talk. This is episode number 215, recorded on Monday, February 20th, 2023. Happy President's Day. I am Carrie, and I'm not alone for like the first time in weeks. I've got a guest. I've got a guest with me. I've got Eric. Hi, Eric. Hi, Carrie. How are you? I'm good. I've I'm not used to other people being on this show anymore. It's weird. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Mike, I don't know that I've ever guessed it on. Have I ever guessed it on DC Talk? I don't think so. Not for not for lack of trying, but you know. Mm. But well, we're fixing that's that. Something today. we something we need to we yeah something we that definitely needs to happen more often. You know. <laughs> um, but Eric, how are you? I am doing pretty well, oh, and uh, and I'm happy to be here. I, I was a little surprised to find that of all of the different commercials and movie trailers. Uh, and show trailers from the Super Bowl. The one we're going to be talking about today ended up being my favorite. Really? That yeah. That's actually pretty cool. I did not end up watching the sports ball. I just caught all the tra- I just caught all the trailers on YouTube afterwards. I, I have to, or else I can't participate in half the conversations at work the next day. Ah. Uh, so for uh, sociopolitical reasons, I have to sit through. I have to sit through the game. Whether I want to or not. Yeah, I, I pretty much. I think. I think even when I was still working in an office, my, um, my coworkers understood that I wasn't gonna watch the game, and you know, yeah. there's just no point in talking to me about it about the game because I wasn't gonna watch. Ah, but yeah, we'll get to that in our. our um, we actually have we're, we actually have only have one news item, and then we're t- we're gonna be going over to the Watchtower to talk about the Flash trailer, but. Before we do that, just a reminder, we are part of the Random Chatter Network. Please go check us out at randomchatter.com for all of our other shows, membership through Patreon, access to the Escape Hatch Discord channel, and show merchandise through TeePublic. And yes, I can still do that with one breath, even though I have not done it in, like, a while. Very impressive. I I have this, like, mental competition with Tim. I don't even (laughs) think, I don't even think either of us realizes it, but it's just like, can I get through it in one breath without screwing up? Well, if we used I to make do... fun of Tim because Tim's would take like 15 minutes. Yes. And so now it's like three and a half seconds. It's like the yeah. guy from the old Micro Machines commercials. Well, I can't I can't talk that fast because then no one's going to understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so without further ado, uh, let's get on to our news item, which is one item only. And... It's not even that much of a news item because the the picture is just vague and stuff. We they've posted a picture from the Joker too. It's apparently the first look at Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn, and like I said, it it this could be anything. But okay, if it's if it's a picture of Harley Quinn, it's a picture of Harley Quinn. Cool. Um, yeah, I will. It's definitely Lady Gaga. Definitely Lady Gaga. It's definitely Joaquin Phoenix. Um, it looks like Joaquin Phoenix has some remnants of clown makeup on. Um, and yeah, so I will I will believe them when they say that it's from the Joker too. Uh, I'm not going to butcher the French um, the French <laughs> title, so um, sorry. Volley um, adieu. I, don't know. I, I can't do French. Or like that. I, 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 I can do Spanish. French. I can't do French. And I can do I can, Canadian a little bit. 
<laughs> if you're if you're asking me if you're asking me to pronounce German, I could probably do it. If you're asking me to pronounce Japanese, maybe. Um, I could run it by my best friend later today if I really, really wanted to. Um, also, a reminder, um, because I completely miss this whole concept when they were, um, when they originally announced the second Joker movie, is that apparently this is going to be a musical. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that's I, why I've been very, uh, <clears throat> well, concerned for a while actually, now. actually, I, I am, I'm not so much concerned as I'm kind of wondering if they are going to be taking a page out of, say, Sweeney Todd. Ugh. Ugh. I, you know, I believe very strongly that you should never take away someone's joy. Okay. I believe that very strongly in life in general. And there are going to be people out there who absolutely love this movie, are already excited about it. And for them, I'm happy. Yes. And I'm excited for them. I hope they really enjoy it. But I could not be less interested in this movie. I will watch it in the same way that I'm going to watch Pooh, Blood and Honey, because I want to see what kind of train wreck it's going to end up being. Like, I just have <laughs> zero interest in this movie and it's not because of Joaquin Phoenix and it's not because of Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I felt like the first movie was a brilliant art piece. Yes. That had zero story. I was just, there was no, there was no story. It was completely in my opinion. I mean, literally yeah. yes, but effectively it was devoid of story, but it was good as mm-hmm. an artistic expression. And I accept that. I, I okay. I will. I will just differ from you in this. I do. I do see a bit of a story there. It's basically a story of how society fails this guy, and you know, if if he had, yeah. you know, had if he had had the safety network, or if he had not had his safety network pulled out from under him, he might have been if not okay, just, you know, not gone completely off the deep end. But fair. But, but but I I feel too, like they didn't do a great job. They set up the themes really well. And that mm -hmm. theme is a very powerful theme. I -hmm. just feel like they didn't go anywhere useful with it. Like they hint that he might've ended up being something different, but we don't really know if he would have ended up being something different. Even then, like they, I don't know. I guess it felt like a series of missed opportunities. They set things up Mm -hmm. to have a lot of potential. And I feel my personal opinion is that they they just didn't go anywhere with any of it. Well, and and part of, part of it is, at least for this first one, I have, I have to remind myself mentally as well as like, you know, this is, this is taking place in like the mid eighties and be, and between, you know, watching, you know, the fourth season of The Crown and a couple other things I've gotten my hands on in the last um, few years and probably due to the pandemic having let me have time to think about all these things is I mm-hmm. I was too young to realize how screwed up 
um, how how much you know Reaganomics and Thatcher Thatcherism just kind of screwed everyone up mm. until like you know the last last ten ten ish years or so. So you know it it's like yeah this is this is when you know the eight mid eighties is when you know the whole you know you know everyone has to pull themselves up by their bootstraps happened and all that and just like well it was a great what, decade for music it's a great decade for but. music it was a great decade for um leaving kids home alone and not worry about how they're going to turn out because they'll be fine oh, yeah i i got into so much mischief and i turned out great I, it worked yeah, out well i mean i I I I look back fondly of the years when my parents took me to see you know the Neverending Story and stuff like that and it's like oh yeah I I turned out pretty well after being traumatized by Gamorg and Artax and you know all the other <laughs> all the other stuff we were allowed to watch as kids you know in the eighties mm. or at least I was and yeah so. Yeah, it it was it was a it was a decade that I am I am revisiting now with a bit of uh, like how the heck did we survive all that? Focus on the music, yes. Harry. Yes, the yes. music that was the good part. That and very brightly colored clothing. Have you ever and seen lots more of bright- spending of money and getting in debt? And yes. now we're we're falling back down the rabbit hole again. Yes. Well, right. I, as as music. Uh, yeah, as as people have you know often remarked, it's very rare that I am ever in anything brightly colored anyway, or colored at all. Yeah, I, I'm wearing yeah, I'm wearing a grogu I'm wearing a blue grogu shirt, but this is what I sleep in. So you know. Whatever. Yeah, this this kind of dark blue shirt I'm wearing is is about as fluorescent as I ever get. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm sure I would bowl my my dad over just by wearing you know this like light blue. So whatever. <laughs> Anyway, um, so before we get into the main event, which is the trailer, um, I haven't had a chance to talk to anyone about um, the James Gunn's big announcement. What what did you have any mm. thoughts of about with all of that? So you may have to refresh my memory on some of it as we discuss it. But I think that what stood out to me was, number one, James Gunn's approach of going with lesser or not at all known characters Mm -hmm. rather than focusing on the big five to seven from the justice league, which I think is, is good. I think it's really good. Mm -hmm. It's also really bad. It, It goes in both directions simultaneously. You're not really hitting the people who have a fondness for these other characters, though these other characters we've seen a lot but we also so want of. to see how it's how he's going to take those characters. Like I yeah. don't ever feel like I'm overdosing on Batman. I I can do Batman all day. So yeah, I don't mind. And and the way that that he's keeping Elseworlds kind of like as an option for you know things like the bat like the Batman Part Two and the Joker Two yeah. and maybe other side stories that that won't you know feed into the main the main storyline but will you know go off on the little tangents that that everyone would love to see i mean i personally would love to see them do a thrill killer adaptation which is the one where 
Um, it's Batgirl, Barbara Gordon as, well, Batman is actually Batgirl or Batwoman, Barbara Gordon, and Dick Grayson as Robin. And then um, the Joker is gender bent and there's another, Har- and then there's also a Harley Quinn, but it's, it's just kind of a dark it's re, it's really dark and creepy it's it's it was out it was out in the 90s when i was still what working in a comic book store and i read the I description got my hands sounds on it. familiar yeah if uh, i if i should if i if i showed you a picture from it you'd you'd probably um, yeah i'd probably i mean he's also hinted at, at maybe doing kingdom come which i would love to see mm. them do i'm not sure if i would like to see them do that live action or if they could do it animated and get somewhere close to um, Alan, um, Alex Ross's art art style, that would, that would be, nice. be that would be very cool. But I feel like DC has already dominated. You know, say what you will about DC; they've always mm-hmm. been great with their animated stuff, and Marvel traditionally has sucked at animated stuff. There are exceptions, True. definitely True. exceptions on both sides, but typically speaking. DC has always dominated animation and Marvel has always, I don't want to say they've phoned it in, but they just have not been very successful. I'd kind of like to see DC. I mean, we we have different areas of different projects Mm -hmm. and you're doing great in some areas and really badly in others focus on those others. So DC has struggled for a while with their live action and I would like to see them kind of get that squared away to Agreed. to to kind of strengthen that fan base and show people, listen, there's Marvel and DC. DC is not like the lesser than. They just haven't really had that much of a clear direction. And so I like I like the approach James Gunn's taking. I love mm-hmm. Elseworlds. Going back to comics, some of the Elseworlds stories are amongst my favorites. But again, They've already proven that they're good with that. I think they need to grab on to their DCU mm-hmm. and really show people, listen, we can do this too, and we can do it well. Mm-hmm. So back to James Gunn's announcement, I would like them to do that. And there yeah. seems to be less focus on that, which was a little bit disappointing. But I do like the idea of them bringing in stuff that a lot of us have never heard of before, because looking back at what he did with Suicide Squad, Mm-hmm. I loved that movie and I hated the Peacemaker character and I hated the fact like I, I literally groaned out loud when I discovered they were doing a Peacemaker TV show. And I think I might have had some comments out loud to myself. In the, I think I remember some room. of your comments. <laughs> I was livid. Places. They're wasting their money on this character of all the characters in a wasted opportunity. There's so many things we've been begging for for decades and instead we get this crap. And then the show came out and we just did random chatter episode 400 and it was my pick of the year. I agreed. I, that, that so, show was, it was amazing. I've rewatched it. It was, bleep, two and a half it was bleepy amazing. And I'm, yes. I'm bleeping myself. So I don't have to edit myself later. You got to teach <laughs> I, Tim that trick. But it I, was only when I'm recording, when I'm not recording, or, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, when you've got to do the editing, then it, then it counts. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, I feel you, yeah. but I think that James Gunn has proven that and look at guardians of the galaxy as oh, well. Yeah. That's another thing that should have never succeeded. And yet probably my favorite Marvel movie, the first one. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and if not, like I'd have to go back and reassess because there have been so many now, but it's definitely in at least the top three. Well, He's really good at taking things that nobody's heard of, nobody knows anything about, and making them meaningful and memorable mm-hmm. and fun. So I yeah. think that all this stuff that he announced that people are like, huh, what? I think it's going to end up being really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I, I, I mean, I know some, I know some people are trying, are impatient to, you know, get things up and running and stuff, but I mean, we still have four movies coming out this year that, you know, the second movie com- coming out this year is going to completely reset the, the DC universe. And that's, what's going to start the ball rolling with all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, and I love that he's been posting online as I, I am still on that cesspool that is now Twitter. Um, I, he has Ugh. been posting, posting, you know, the reference comics that he's, that they are mm-hmm. pulling stuff from. Okay. And those comics have been selling out. Oh, I believe because, that. Because he's been promoting them. Like, look, this is the source material we're going to be working with. And people oh, are saying, the comic oh, book division's got to be thrilled. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I think the authority and um, Supergirl, Supergirl, Women of Tomorrow have already sold out. There are a couple other titles that have been selling out since he announced what. Yeah, what they're I'm going to read the on. authority. You posted something in the Discord server, I think it was. Yeah. And I went and read through some of the stuff on the authority, and it sounds really interesting. I kind of want to pick up some graphic novels now. Yeah, there, there are, there, there's a section of the internet that is thrilled that the Superman analog and the Batman analog for the authority are a mar- gay married couple, and they are thrilled. There is a section of, of the internet that is thrilled with that. And there's a section and a subsection of that section of the internet that is thrilled with all of the hate and discontent that is going to create among, you know, other corners of the internet, which is going to be interesting. But, you know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say one thing about this and I probably should have said it on one of our other shows, but I, I know that I am the last person that anyone wants to hear an opinion from. Uh-huh. And and I have been told that as part of larger group, I am an old, well, middle-aged, white, cisgendered, heterosexual male. So I hit every category that nobody wants to hear from. And to change, the people, change that out to woman, and yeah, you've you've got you've got kind of the same thing. Okay, okay. So I think that this whole battle, this fight. I mean, the people who are up in arms against this kind of stuff, you lost. Move yeah. on. Get over it. Yeah. Nobody is coming into your house or your bedroom and making you do things that you're not interested in doing. So don't be all up in other people's business either. Just move exactly. along. Who exactly. cares? And you know what? Exactly. If it's a religious thing for you, that's fine. But this country was founded on freedom of religion. Yeah. And so... If you want others to respect yours, you have to respect other people's beliefs as well uh-huh. and coexist. So move along, get over it. It's it's tiresome. It's been done. You lost. The war has been over. Yeah. So, but then, you know, there's Twitter and there's whatever else. That, that's why I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Social media. Uh, anyway, so that that's I, my little mini rant. Yes. 
Well, I, I, I stay, I stay on, I stay on social medias. I, I mostly stay on Twitter for, um, SWOTOR announcements and, um, LA QuakeBot, which is basically how I, Oh yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I live, I live, I live in a place where the ground moves a lot. <laughs> and you know, Carrie, you, there's an old adage about weather, uh, weather forecasting. If you want to know if it's raining outside, Go stick your head out your window. Uh-huh. So if your house is rumbling and you've had very little alcohol, you have an earthquake. Yeah. Well, some, sometimes, that. sometimes it's a, it's a, did I just feel that? Or was the, were the people downstairs having a wild party or something like that? Yeah. So sometimes, so you sometimes, check Twitter I need, and... yeah, sometimes I need a sanity check. Just say, Oh, <laughs> Oh, that one, that one was in Sherwood Oaks. Okay, that, that explains so much. No, no, Carrie, you just bang on the floor. And then if it's a party, they'll get the point and they'll stop. And if it's an earthquake, they'll just think it was part of the earthquake. So it's like a win-win. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Right. Other, other, but other times it's like, did did you guys feel like, like, no, no, I'm like, no. Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I'm too far away for that one. I wouldn't have felt that one. Or, yeah. <laughs> so back to the james gunn thing i think the the only thing yeah the only thing about the announcement that i don't want to say it disappointed me but i lament the fact that we're not getting some things and and i'm happy with everything he announced but of the things that did not get announced or that we will not be getting or returning to Mm. i am one of what is apparently the very few people who absolutely loved Ben Affleck's Batman. Agreed. Uh, I'm I'm with you there. I think that, you know, if you put nostalgia aside and you look at it objectively, I think he was by far the best Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. And I think he was arguably the best Batman we've had. If not, then he's right up near the top. And I was, again, I was one of those people who was poo-pooing the idea of Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought, yeah, that's not going to work. And it was amazing. I like Henry Cavill as Superman. I don't get into the whole, you know, the big war going on online about it. I'm like, not. I don't care that much. But I, I do think he did a good job. I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Um, well, then he has said that Gal Gadot and Jason Momoa might, and and for that matter, Ezra Miller might still remain in their roles. He hasn't said that the entire universe is going to be okay. recast just some of it and i do agree well mo is doing a different role though right rumored there are rumors that he might be there are rumors that he might be lobo but they're they've also talked about how um they always thought of the aquaman movies as a trilogy so they've they've got maybe one more aquaman movie somewhere mm-hmm. somewhere in, okay. on the back burner somewhere and Ezra Miller, I'm I'm trying to sometimes I have a really hard time separating what people do as a person from mm-hmm. like I have a hard time watching them anymore in the things that, you know, whether it's television or movies. And mm-hmm. I tend to try to be really forgiving. Yeah. But I mean, he just kept digging a hole over. Yeah. Over. It's I... really hard to get over that for me. I, I okay, I like I liked Ezra Miller in the role. I really hope yes. they are getting the the um help they need. Mm-hmm. And apparently, according to James Gunn and Peter Safran, they ha- he, they have been, you know, 
actively trying to, you know, better themselves. Good, um, good. I that matters stuff. to me. I really, I and I really That's good. But I, I agree with you. I, I have, um, I do sometimes have a hard time with certain actors. Like we were talking before we started recording about Braveheart, and you know, I there are some Mel Gibson movies I can still watch, but you know, I'm he's one of those ones that just like, you know, he's an anti-Semitic yeah. bleep and I'm, I'm kind of done with it. Well, we're talking about justice league and you know, Joss Whedon has been in the news quite a bit, but then the nevers yes. on HBO, which he helped produce, you know, I'm watching every, every episode, they have a behind the scenes thing and they're focusing on all of these different people that worked on the show. So you've got this one guy who, you know, treated women badly and stuff. And then, there's a show where a lot of women were prominently focused upon Mm -hmm. as actresses, as Mm -hmm. writers, as directors, as choreographers, as um, production people and, you know, costuming and location scouting. And some of the stuff they covered and the the hard work these people put into it deserves to be celebrated and oh, supported yeah, despite what that one person did. And and so yeah. it's, you know, do you throw out the baby with the bathwater? It's always a really hard, a, a hard decision to make. And, and I don't fault anybody who, you know, comes to their own decisions as long as they're, they're doing it from a place of integrity and Mm -hmm. trying to do the right thing. We each have different opinions of what the right thing is, but if you're trying to do what you believe is the right thing, I think that that deserves some level of respect, but yeah. So it's, it's tricky when it comes to. Yeah, it is. And I mean, Joss, Joss was infamous, infamous for, for answering the question of when are you going to stop casting so many strong female characters as responding to that that question with when you stop asking me that question so it you know it's mm. it's kind of hard to square the reputation he's had especially with women in his casts he's yeah. the, the repu- repu- reputation he's gotten with them with the kind of person who would say that yeah and it, it that it, that's really hard to square and but but you know if you are a terrible person you're a terrible person and well sometimes you can get better sometimes you can't yeah and and i think everybody makes mistakes if you are genuinely working to get better if you're sorry for what you did you're trying to correct and become a better person Mm -hmm. that deserves some some recognition some some merit Mm -hmm. um the ezra miller thing situations like that is a little bit different for me than a director or producer situation because I see him mm-hmm. on the screen. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Ezra Miller's face and then I'm thinking to Ezra Miller's face from police photos and right. it's hard to, to separate the, it's almost like it breaks the fourth wall for me while I'm watching the movie. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I think we're like not quite to that point yet for me, but it, it's close. But well, I don't think it's going to ruin the flash for me. I don't. Th- I don't Let's think see. it's. I don't think it's going to either. I know. I know of some people who are on, more on the fence because of the stuff that Ezra has done in the past and and all of the problems they've had. But you know, if if he is 
if he they if they are will are are, are making they, they? A, yes, I'm sorry yes, I, I wasn't aware of okay yeah um cool. yeah uh, Ezra Miller has come out as non-binary got it so I'm, I, I haven't been, kept up that closely so no it's and and no because I'm I'm actually because I have I'm I'm dealing with this in my dojo right now as well we've had someone who over the pandemic transitioned and it's hard for me to wrap wrap my mind around that sometimes especially since i've known this particular person since they were three mm. so that that's a that's a, a math so in your my vernacular head your your verbal lexicon for how you refer to the person out of yes. habit out of muscle memory is one thing and you have to yeah. actively change it i've, I've gone yeah. through that yeah so i've been well. i've been I, so i've been trying to do that more at more actively with everyone with everyone else that i know is mm -hmm. either transgender or non-binary so just so that it becomes easier in my head but i i still screw up especially when i'm you know running through things and it's like no don't do that yeah no. but it, but it's a habit yeah. and, and you're trying to get it right yeah, yeah. So that's happened, I'm trying to get it right. I'm trying to get it right across the board, and I I am going to make mistakes, but you know, I am I am trying, and that's that's what I'm trying to do to to yeah. be a be more of an an ally in the situation. But yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that they're that they are getting better. I'm hoping that that they've turned their lives around their life around. That's that's a hard. That's a hard. <laughs> the plural and singular. That's a hard too. plural and singular. Yeah. That's a hard, you know, mental gra grammatically thing to do. But yeah. I hope they are um, too. I mean, I I want I want that for them. I I always mm -hmm. want I want people to grow and people to, mm -hmm. to correct and and become. I I want to become a better person myself. So you know, yes. if they messed up, if they are just going to be that type of person, and mm -hmm. they're okay with that, then I have an issue. If they identify it, they regret it, they show remorse, and they try to change, that goes a long way. And mm -hmm. so if that's what Ezra Miller is doing, I can appreciate that. And I'll, I think I think there's also something to be said for how, you know, how young Ezra is as opposed to some of the, you know, other actors who've had problems recently and they are probably going to have a harder time changing their their yeah they've got decades of habits of things they've got that decades of habits that they have at. to break and they have and they're they've they've been caught and they don't think they've done anything wrong so oops anyway anyway moving on um so yeah i I, I agree, and I will. I will be trying to get together a a character archive on at least the authority, and um, there was there was one other team. James Gunn. Oh, the Creature Commandos, because mm -hmm. I I mistook them for a different supernatural team. I I thought uh, I thought they were the same. I thought it was the same squad, but it's apparently not. So I, I thought Are they that was, also kind of a supernaturally type. Yeah, of... it's it's Sergeant Rock, and I forget uh, what uh, the okay. team is, but it's not apparently. This is a diff. This is a diff. Creature Commandos and Sergeant Rock's squad are two different supernatural teams that kind of have similar creatures in them, but not quite. I won't get into that, but I don't get into that for Marvel either. That's just one yeah. Of those I know, things. I know. Yeah. But anyway, we are going to. 
Yeah, I'm sure Tim will love it. I, I'm sure I will love it because I because I'm also into that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, we're gonna move on to the Watchtower now and our main event, which is the Flash trailer. Yes. And this was a lot of fun <laughs> for one thing. This was amazing. It was amazing. I I was very very happy with this trailer. And they didn't show the whole thing in the Super Bowl. They showed a 30 second ad and then. Um, wasn't this another one those where they showed an ad and then they directed people to YouTube and then you could see the full thing there because the I, full trailer is three minutes. Yeah, the full trailer. Yeah, the full trailer is like just under three minutes long. And I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what they like. I, like, as we discussed at the top of the show, I wouldn't know what they actually showed out the Super Bowl oh, yeah. because I didn't watch it. But it was like, oh, the trailer's up. I would go watch that now. And I'm going to go watch it again because. OK, I. I did not expect that. <laughs> yeah. But there are things that make, there are things that make sense now. I've gone over I this know. frame by frame a few times. This is a really have, good trailer. I had a feeling you were going to, this is part of the reason why I called you about this. Like, oh, okay. As, well, after, well, you and you and Tim broke down the um, guardians trailer last yeah. week. So I figured that would, this like, I was like, oh yeah, Eric's the Eric's the one who I really would want to be discussing this with. Oh well, thank Aww. you. Hey, you you said you were available, so here we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you happen to be the only person who returned my calls. So yes, yes, I wasn't gonna say it, but since you brought it up, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> hey, that's yeah, a lot so... of trying for with other people, but you know. So how do you, how do you want to approach it then? There's a lot of stuff in here. Um, well, first of all, uh, releasing the movie is releasing six sixteen. Which crap! I'm gonna be out of town that weekend because how oh. dare my Aikido organization schedule summer seminar on the week weekend that this opens? But I guess I'll well, go when see you that go Monday. See, when you go to seminars though, in the evenings you need something to do. So no, the, the evenings I'll be sleeping after you know six hours of class. Ah, sleep in the theater. <laughs> but then I'll miss the movie. I'll go. I'll watch it. The, I'll watch it the following Monday. I'll be fine. <laughs> um, I I don't know, Eric. What I mean, let's let's. I've I haven't hmm. I haven't done like a trailer breakdown like this in a while. So so maybe okay. You you take the lead on this one. All right, I will do my best. I did okay. not do a lot of preparation because I figured, oh, I'm just the guest. I'll just show up. You know. <laughs> You know how it is. Um, but it's it's interesting. Uh, a few things stand out about this. So this is based on uh, the Flashpoint comic miniseries, mm-hmm. if I'm correct, which I've not. Re- yes. Excuse me. I'm not read, but me I know either. a little bit about. Uh, well, they've and, done they've done versions of Flashpoint. Yes. On we got a little bit of it TV in show. Yes, they, they did. Mm-hmm. They did the Flashpoint Paradox animated movie, which is. Not for kids, by the way. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't let your kid watch it. I wouldn't let my kid watch it if I had kids. Um, so they've done this before. It's not, to my mind, as overdone as say No Man's Land is for Batman, because I'm getting kind. Because of, I think I've dis- discussed this before. I am getting kind of sick of No Man's Land. Have they done that a lot? Oh, they I mean, did. We had the God. movie, right? They, they, well, Bat, the Dark Knight Rises, 
Gotham. Um, oh the bat, yeah, yeah. The bat. Okay. The end of the Batman kind of hints at it. Harley Quinn season True. two. And well, none of the- but that was like a really different take on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're right though. You're right. It's been touched on more than yeah. I, I really considered. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's deviated from from the original comic book, which is the comic book. It was an earthquake. It was an actual earthquake. I think it turned out to be a man-made earthquake, but it was still an earthquake that yeah. you know separated. Goth- oh, they also did it on Titans. So yeah, that's like like oh, can we be, yeah can, yeah can true. we be done can we be done with with No Man's Land now? But it was a good story. That's why it there was, was a, a novel too. Yeah, it was a yeah. good story. Can we give it a rest for a bit? Okay. Well, anyway, we we've anyway. seen Flashpoint before, but not quite. Not quite as as overdone yet. Yeah, it's not as overdone, and we haven't seen it quite in this way. But it's you know, Flash. Um, Barry Allen goes back in time to the point where his mother was uh, was murdered, and mm-hmm. we see a little bit of that in in the trailer here. And again, I don't know the specifics of the comic book series, but it was a a very uh, impactful. Mm-hmm. crossover series um, and th- this kind of ties into dc's version of multiple timelines and, and kind of the multiverse, and, the multiverse thing and stuff yeah mc's doing yeah so throughout the trailer you have to be a little bit careful because we see batman in the trailer but we see more Two than versions. one batman and At there's least. some points where you have to look really closely to see which one it is because it cuts away back and forth quite a bit but mm-hmm. it opens up primarily with these uh, shots kind of going back in time mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the montage you see at the beginning involves Barry Allen and, and seeing a younger version of himself. And this is not something I noticed. I think it was maybe uh, new rock stars, YouTube channel that was pointing this out, but the use of colors in the flashbacks, we get one scene with him and his mother dancing in the kitchen where there's a lot of kind of yellowish, um, washed out yellow and light green. I was going to say washed out. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get the scene with Ron Livingston, his dad love Ron Livingston, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mom in the actual scene where the, the death presumably happens and everything is a shade of blue. Barry's shirt is blue. The shirt underneath his shirt is a light blue outside is blue. The, the white trim paint in the house mm-hmm. is a shade of blue. Yeah. And so there's a lot of very interesting use of, of color there. We see a young Barry running out of the house. And then as he's running out, it goes from this very washed out color to a very high contrast, high dynamic range uh, sort of footage as he runs past the adult Barry Allen in the flash suit. The sky mm-hmm. gets dark. It goes from daylight to nighttime. And that's kind of that transition from what happened before to the present day version of the character, even though he's there kind of in that moment in time. Yeah. And it's interesting. It's interesting to see you, you mentioned the color scheme because I I did notice that the Barry we're supposed to be following is always in more, more, his color palette is more standout stands out more i mean he's always he's always in more red and more darker colors and then the other the other berry we see is always in yellow and slightly washed uh, more washed out than than the 
yeah. than the berry that that broke time. <laughs> exactly. Break time. Um, at about 48, 49 seconds into it, we see the adult berry meeting the alternate adult berry. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit longer hair, uh, walking around with an unzipped hoodie and a fleece shirt and some headphones. And some people have commented online mm-hmm. that the use of yellow that we see a lot in this alternate berry might be significant. Yeah, I, 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 okay. So that put me in the mind is, is this version of Barry going to be reverse flash? Right. There is a, there is a shot later in the trailer where you see a black boot and I'm like black flash zoom. Are we, where are we doing with this here? Mm-hmm. That could be interesting. Um, also, the the voiceover at the beginning of the trailer, it took me a couple times like, oh, that's Michael. That's Michael Keaton. OK, it is. So it is. Mm-hmm. And and the the way Barry answers his question uh, saying, you know, this is the timeline where my mom lives. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of nerd I am. This is where my brain went and. Thank you, Peter David, for writing Q Squared because they're <laughs> good book. <laughs> good book, but so you know where I'm going with this. You know, he's he's talking to Jack Crusher, and it's like you're the only. And because they're they're re- they're running around with multiples, it's it's also a you know mul- uh, multiverse type thing where there there's multiple versions of a care of different characters running around, and Q's pointing out you're the only Jack Crusher in this in this whole screwed up scenario why do you think that is <laughs> because you're not supposed to be here yeah and as as sucky as it is that Barry's mom died that's something that had to happen and like yeah yeah then so that that's like that like okay it's q squared this is this is a q squared mm-hmm. moment here so this is yeah, I got Iris to meet is, him once. Iris Peter was... David, by the way, one of the best comic book writers ever. Agreed. In my opinion. Yeah. Really, he, I've I've loved every. He wrote, I think, most of the Q novels in start yeah. for Star Trek Next Generation, and those are all fabulous. Yep. He uh, recreated the Hulk. He's the one mm-hmm. that kind of brought the two Hulk personalities together. So when you get nice. the, the current iteration of the Hulk in the MCU, he's the one that did that. Um, he's done. He's uh, he's just he's a really good writer. But anyway, yeah. anyway. Um, yeah. So we, we're not sure whether that's supposed to mean something or not. And honestly, probably from a trailer, we shouldn't know if this use of yellow is supposed to be uh, indicating something or not. We, I think. It's convenient and we can Mm -hmm. speculate and just leave it at that. Um, Moving through the trail, I'm going to come back to a lot of the Batman stuff afterwards, because that's a whole topic unto itself, I think. (laughs) Yes, Um, because just the Elfman theme made me giddy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, people have been talking about that for a while. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to the Batman aspect of it in a second. Um, We do see them kind of walking toward um, Wayne Manor. Uh, mm-hmm. It cuts away to the, we'll call it the primary and the alternate. So the primary Barry Allen getting hit by lightning, which thank 
goes through him and hits the alternate Barry Allen. Uh-huh. So not quite I I have some speculation on what that is, but we're not entirely sure what that is. Um we see the flash ring, this very mm-hmm. mechanical kind of unfolding to see the costume underneath. Very cool. That was really cool. Yeah. I liked it. It did not look like an effect. A lot of times in trailers, you get kind of crappy CG because mm-hmm. it's not finished yet. That looked like a practical effect, and it's very cool, and I kind of want one. Yeah. Uh, so then we get Barry in the present. I'm assuming this is very early on in the movie, talking to Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. where ba- Barry Allen's saying, dude, I can totally time travel and like fix everything ever. And Bruce Wayne's like, kids, you're Or stupid. you can screw things up. You're going to break the entire space-time continuum. You need to yeah. watch more movies. Yeah. I think that's what the dialogue was. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we then see the, I forget what the name of the ship is that Zod has. The the, the world crush. the world engine, I think. World destroy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It, it's the, from, the it's big from Man of gun. Steel. The BFG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so basically we're, we're watching what happened in Man of Steel, but different. And we see Zod... And there's a line about how there are no more metahumans. So on that, this earth. That confused me because Superman is not a metahuman. Superman is an alien. And there's a difference. True. There's but a there, difference. We also but have an isn't. unreliable narrator. We also We're have listening to a character say this. This is true. The character might not know any better. This is true. I did not expect to see Zod at all. Yeah. No. But now having Supergirl in the movie makes more sense. Yes, it does. Yes. Yep, definitely. Um, And speaking of which, we don't realize it yet, but that's who we see next in the movie. This um, pale, emaciated, almost skeletal person kind of bent over uh, Mm -hmm. a box or a cot or something like that then we cut away to um a battle scene and then we see the two barry allens inside the bat cave the old school michael keaton mm-hmm. tim burton-esque bat cave we see the bat wing we see batman from behind we get the infamous line updated a little bit uh-huh. i'm batman And uh, then we see kind of the iconic uh, leaping into the air and, and, you know, throwing his cape out to the side, which looks very different. You forget how different it looks with Michael Keaton's Batman versus Christian Bale's Batman versus Ben Affleck's Batman. Like they each have kind of a different look to it. You forget you forget that that original suit was rubber and was not as mobile as and it shows here. It, show, it totally shows. It yes. does. And it's funny, too, because I skipped over this because I was saving the Batman stuff. Um, there's a shot of Batman on the motorcycle that kind of looks like the one that Christian Bale had in Dark Knight. Okay, I wasn't the only uh, one who thought that. Good. But it is Ben Affleck's Batman on it. Yeah, I noticed that. Too. Yeah, and you can tell the cloak is very much cloth. I mean, you yeah. can also tell it's very much CG, but it's cloth. This one, definitely the hard rubber cape on mm-hmm. this Batman. So we get a battle scene. 
Um, and uh, then it cuts back actually to the same thing with the motorcycle chase again. Uh, Kara carrying up Supergirl, carrying one of the flashes up into the sky during a thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. A lot of montages here of, of different things going on. Um, ground collapsing in front of um, the Martha Wayne Institute in Gotham City. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Barry Allen, the primary Barry Allen's flash running up the side of the building. Another shot of Michael Keaton. Barry and what looks to be Iris. And it looks like maybe it's a flashback kind of thing. Yeah. Because I, I, I know the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League was what brought Iris back into the story. And yes. I think that's I think that's supposed to be the same Iris from that from the Snyder cut. It looks to be. Yeah. Now, at two minutes and six seconds into the trailer, we see the two flashes kind of skidding backwards. Yeah, into that one was another. the black boot I was I was looking at. That's the black boot. So early on, we were talking about the lightning bolt that went through one flash into the other. Presumably the alternate Barry Allen gets, gets his powers the speed force way. powers and this outfit we see him wearing is actually a a repurposing of a batman costume and that oh. yellow lightning bolt is spray painted on oh okay yes. that makes sense and i think there's another shot here in the trailer where we're going to see more of that I'm, i'll mention it as i come across it uh, let's see. We cut to the two Barry Allens in the bedroom. We see a um, a lightning strike the it's either a batarang or the batwing. I think it's the batwing and travel down mm-hmm. a cable. Um, we see wow, some of these are literally a frame or two apart. We see yeah. Supergirl flying in to punch Zod across the face. We see. Barry Allen, we see the primary Barry Allen. Anytime I say Barry Allen, I just mean the primary. Okay. We see Barry Allen create a tornado around a bunch of tanks in the desert. And it looks like the other Barry Allen in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, Supergirl blowing up ships with her eye beams. We see Ben Affleck's Batman with some kind of a weird variation of the suit. Yeah. Back during that downtown street chase scene. Um, oh, here we go. So if you go to two minutes and 15 seconds, and again, you have to be really close Very here. And you, you have to do frame by frame. You see the alternate Barry Allen. You see the spray painted lightning bolt on the boot. And you see the helmet he's wearing has the bat ears cut off. Oh, Okay. You yeah. can see just this little stubble sticking out of the helmet. That's where the bat wings used to be on the helmet. So okay. they repurposed one of the Michael Keaton Batman outfits to give him some sort of armor to wear in the battle. You can also see like a shoulder pauldron thing and something on his elbow. So it looks mm-hmm. like it's kind of a makeshift body armor thing. So he's uh, going in for, I think it's a kick. Yeah. Is that yeah. Zod? It's somebody. Yeah, no, we're not I sure. Don't I don't think. I don't think we're supposed. I mean, we're we're definitely not supposed to know who they're attacking at this point. 
right we, we still have but there are a lot of tanks on the ground there and there are, are a lot of on the ground, spaceships yes. in the air mm-hmm. so then we get to an arctic prison and uh this is presumably maybe where where Kara was being kept yes because we actually see her in her prison robes yeah and she comes out uh Barry Allen, the the primary, is on the ground. Michael Keaton's Batman is in the Batman outfit, but they're surrounded. They're at gunpoint. And she comes out and just opens up a can of whoop-ass on everybody. Yeah. And Michael Keaton's Batman's like, oh, we try, we're going to try not to die now. Yep. Like, okay, that's like my favorite line of the trailer. Well, my Good second tactic, favorite line. Yeah. By the way. Try not to die. I need to employ that in more video games, I think. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try not to die. Both. You and me both. So... I believe that the lightning bolt scene earlier could have been here. I think there are a couple of shots That's earlier awesome. on in the trailer that actually occur here to include the, uh, when I was talking about the leap into the air from Michael Keaton's Batman mm-hmm. and kind of the, the diving down that silo like structure and the, mm-hmm. the battle scene. I think that's where this happens. And okay. that this is kind of the end of the breakout and it goes badly. And then she comes in to save the day. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That that would make sense. And then you have Barry Allen saying, "Well, this is not. It's not Clark we're dealing with here. No, her name is Kara." Mm-hmm. Yep. And she, both Barrys are in love with her automatically because. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be? Very much the alternate one, especially. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, then, I mean that the alternate Barry Allen did fade at the sight of Batman, so you know. True. He's, reco- he's recovering very well. And then starts, you know, he pulls out his phone and he starts filming her flying next to the Batwing. Because I'm like, Barry, what are you doing? He's like, oh, our future kids are going to want to see this. Yeah. Like, I wow, mean, that's it, presumptuous. Future kids. Well, I mean. Maybe she's not into you, dude. But he might not be talking about kids with Kara. He's probably talking True. about, you know, the kids he has with Iris. Because we do know from the comics and from the Flash TV series that we have met Barry Allen's kids or versions of Barry Allen's kids. In one timeline. In one timeline. Well, and technically the version of Barry, the version of Barry Allen's kids on the Flash TV show are actually his grandkids in a different timeline. So, you know. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? So that's. I mean, that's basically it. There are a couple of other shots I, I skipped over early on because we hadn't really got to the main parts yet. Like there's uh, one of Michael Keaton's broken bat cowls on the floor. But honestly, I think that's just kind of, uh, I don't know. There's some blood on the floor too, though. Yeah. So hard to tell exactly what's going on there. Uh, we see Kara on the roof of Wayne Manor just before she kind of floats up into the air. So little bits and pieces Mm-hmm. Here and there, some yellow lightning on the bridge in what appears to be Gotham, but but that's the gist of it. Yeah, a lot revealed in this trailer, I think, when you compare it to a lot of other trailers we've seen recently. A lot, a lot revealed, and a lot that is very probably some misdirection. True, but I think they revealed enough very confidently that. Mm-hmm. I do feel like they've demonstrated some confidence in the movie with 
what they did reveal in this trailer and the trailer still continues to ask additional questions. Yes. So I, I feel like this also explains why when they were on the, they were putting a lot of movies on the chopping block. This is the one they decided to keep. Like yeah. I get it now. I was kind of curious before. I'm like, why did you bother to keep the flash thing? And then you're going to do the multiverse thing, but then you're not going to go forward to that universe anyway. So just, Call it a business decision or reboot everything. But well, this movie looks really strong based on the trailer. Well, c- because James, James Guide has, they, they've asked him questions about whether or not we'll see, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman again, whether or not we'll see XYZ yeah. characters again. And he, he said, well, you know what? We are still a multiverse. Anything could happen. Yeah, I, he's I clarified think a little bit. There are, uh, he, yeah, he's clarified some of it. But, I mean, there is, there is still a campaign somewhere online to get Michael Keaton to do, um, to do, you know, old man Bruce and like a Batman beyond type thing, which I would totally, you know, please take, just take my money now. Yeah. I would, I would totally watch I'd that. I'd love to see Batman beyond. Oh yeah. Live action Batman beyond would be bleeping amazing. Um, you know how expensive <laughs> that would be though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's like James Cameron level of expense. And I, because apparently one of the rumors behind why they weren't going to go with Patty Jenkins version of Wonder Woman three was yet another way to bring back Steve. And, but this time using the Lazarus pit. And I went, no, Ugh. No, just no. Don't. That's don't, never don't. a good way to bring someone back, unless no. It's a... We we've we've seen. Hello, Jason Todd. <laughs> we've seen. Right. We've seen where that goes. It's not. It's not a good idea. Um. But I I think that if we that you could find a, this could be a way that you you rewrite the DC universe and they needed they needed to bring Steve back Steve Trevor back for a third movie, they could do it without the icky body swap thing or, you know, the Lazarus pit thing. And just, just say he never died back in world war one. And there's time travel involved something, but that's assuming, that's assuming Chris Pine wants to do a third wonder woman movie. If there is a third Wonder Woman movie, I think there's still there's they haven't said no to it. But I mean, honestly, the second one I wanted to like, but I it's hard for me with DC because I love the characters. If you ask Mm -hmm. me my favorite comic book characters of all time, Mm -hmm. Batman is automatically my number one. There have been some brilliant writers for Batman over the years in the comics. So definitely Batman. Nightwing is typically my number two, maybe tied with Deadpool, depending on who's writing. You know, Deadpool. he's leading, Deadpool's, you know, he's leading Justice yeah. League now in the, in the comics, right? I've heard that. Yeah. And it makes me tempted to pick up the comics again. Yeah, me too. I love that character. So there's that. I, I like, um, there are other DC characters that I like quite a bit. There are characters I like in Marvel quite a bit too. But if you look at the comic books, a lot of the DC writing has been really solid. And mm-hmm. Marvel, it really depends. Every now and then you get a really good author or two. But if you look at the collection of books in their entirety, 
I would say that the the books have traditionally swung more toward DC having better writers and better stories. And maybe Marvel has some better characters. I mean, DC's got a, a rogues gallery of villains that are just ridiculous. Oh yeah. Calendar yeah. man. I didn't even know about polka dot man until suicide oh, squad, though that James, turned out really well. James, in suicide got, squad. James got brought in a whole bunch of rogues and killed most of them. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll again, he alive. did it just miraculously well. Yes. But with DC, it's really hard for me because the movies have been, even the better movies, I've liked them, but they've still had a lot of problems. And it's really hard to defend some of these movies to the greater populace when you're talking about them. And I do feel like when you look at the differences between the Marvel movies and the DC movies, Marvel has movies about Peter Parker and mm-hmm. has movies about Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. DC has movies about Superman, not really Clark Kent. And they have right. movies about Batman, not really Bruce Wayne. So it's always about the hero and his powers and the fights, whereas the Marvel stuff has been a lot more about the person mm-hmm. and the internal conflict and the development of that character. And I think that's where Marvel has really won And DC hasn't. And I guess even when you start to see little hints of it, like in the second Wonder Woman movie, Mm -hmm. it felt like it just, it didn't hit. It fell flat. There was enough in that second Wonder Woman movie that was just badly executed. Mm. It's it's hard for me. I want to cheer for DC more. Agreed. And, and I do, and I I do up to a point like the second Wonder Woman movie, the the body swap I've got I I do understand the creepiness and the the consent issues with that. That's and but I think that I yeah. think that was I think that was basically done intentionally to d- demonstrate that even Diana can you know go astray if you know the right circumstances presented themselves. And not def- I'm not defending what she's what she did. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it, it is super creepy. But but the movie itself, I like I I did like I did like what they were what they did with the villain. I did like what they did with Cheetah. Um, and the kind of like be careful what you wish for type thing. Sure. But yeah, I can I can see where the, where where they went astray with it, and I. From what James Gunn has said, I think they are looking to to focus a little more on, you know, Clark Kent, maybe a bit Bruce Wayne. I mean, they are bringing Damien in, which. That could work really well, though. It could work really well. Because you have to get Bruce Wayne in that. You can't. Yeah. Like, you have to get that human side that's trying to corral someone else. And now you've got the do as I say, not as I do argument. Uh And so to me, that inherently requires there to be more depth of character because you have to. Yeah. Because Dave, because Damien is an insufferable brat. Yes. The impossible child. He is the impossible child. And I, uh, he ends up, he he inevitably (laughs) really crappy parent with a really crappy parent, Talia, because oh, I meant Batman. Oh, I meant well, Bruce Wayne. Neither of them are really great parents, right. but 
but Damien inevitably grows on me, and that's going to really, really annoy me when when I figure out that I like this version of this version of Damien too. And it's just like, really? It's going to depend entirely on the casting. It's going to depend. Yeah, it's going to depend and on the director. On, but like, yeah. the casting is going to be critical. Yeah, I mean, they if they if they can cast, you know, someone. You know, as good, depending on the age of the uh, that they're going for with Damien, if they can cast some, like, they can't, if they can strike gold with, with that casting, like they did with um, the 90s version of Claudia or with Lyra from His Dark Materials, that would be amazing. Or because um, the girl who played Lyra was um, Laura in Logan, but I haven't actually watched Logan yet, so I can't. Oh, speak to that. oh yeah. you should watch Logan. Well, Gar- um, Cape Chronicles Watch. is doing that. Cape Chronicles is doing Logan in two weeks, so I have to. I I I I have to watch, watch the Logan. black and white version, or consider watching the black and white version. I have to watch Logan, whether I'm ready for it or not. I know it. I know what happens, and I'm still not ready. <laughs> I know it, it's it's powerful. I am not a big fan of the black and white thing. But I think Logan is a film in which it works really well. Yeah. So consider that at least. I I, I will I will definitely consider that. Yeah. But I think we've gone on long enough with this. Um. So, Eric, thank you for for coming on the show and thank, thank you for, for having giving, me. Thank you for giving me someone to talk to about this stuff because it's been <laughs> it's been a while. It's been fun. I enjoyed myself. Yay. I'm glad you did. I enjoyed myself too. But anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this, this episode of DC talk. Um, I'll probably be back when there's more news because there hasn't been a whole lot of news lately. Other than the, the, other than the, other than the, the James Gunn news dump, which, you know, we've, Finally, I finally got a chance to discuss that with someone. So again, thank you, Eric. And <laughs> yeah. So until next time, guys, take care. <laughs>